Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with only one of my book besties today, Anna. <laughs> I know, that was so weird. I was like, I was waiting for you to say Anna and Christina. Christina. <laughs> Hello, ladies. But it's just Aww. Anna. So Christina went back to work this week, and she is just prioritizing hanging out with her little babe and yep, resting, yep. which we totally understand, but we wanted to get this out for y'all. So we are doing Queen of Myth and Monsters, which is the mm-hmm. second book by Scarlett St. Clair in her Adrian and Isolde series. Yes. I guess, is that what she's yes. calling it? Okay. Yeah. So it's Queen of Myth and Monsters. We wanted to get this out before our year like ramps up and we forget. Because and... <laughs> let's be honest, we we would forget yeah. pretty quickly. There, was, that's, there wasn't much that happened in this book to be right it's very much middle book syndrome totally question for you do you like this better or worse than um blood and honey from the serpent and dove series oh my god that's so funny you bring that up because i actually thought about that book when i was reading this one yeah um oh that's a really tricky question because so blood and honey without giving spoilers or anything mm-hmm. i think i was ye- like yelling more at the book like i was frustrated yeah however it wasn't the, fun to read it wasn't very fun to read but i found the dialogue and the characters more i guess compelling agreed and especially like the final culmination of like that book yeah and this and queen of myth and monsters i found to be easier to get through but i'm more frustrated now that it's over it's like i wasn't as frustrated while while i read it i was more Uh like laughing at the absurdity and then and blood and honey i was angry while i was reading it but then after Mm -hmm. i was done i was like okay i I get i got what i needed out of it to move on to book three and this one i'm like what the hell well and it's funny because we literally felt this exact same way after king of battle and blood Yes. Well, we were reading it. It was fine. It was good. We were like moving through it. And then then when we started to record and like talk about it, we were like, okay, wait, we have so many questions. Like none of this makes sense. (laughs) So I feel like it's, we're back in the same spot. It was so funny. Listeners, we were texting Christina and she was like, okay, so like, did we get any answers um, to all of our questions from book one? And I was like, Anna, (laughs) did we? I don't remember. And you were like, I don't "Um, remember. Kind of. I mean, I think so. We did, but now we have more questions. More questions. Yeah. So that's kind of like a jail. Law, it's a little bit like a J Law where you're like, you read it, you get some answers, but then the more you think about it, you're like, wait, hold on. Yeah. And we tried really hard to like suspend. I I mean, this is the most pretty open-minded I, I could possibly be about a fantasy book. I enjoyed it more than from Blood and Ash, just me personally. I, if you guys know, I just struggle with J Law's like writing style yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. So but now that I'm, you know, taking a step back from it, I'm like, not this doesn't make sense. I don't understand. We'll get into it, but we'll get into it. We're definitely gonna read the third book because I need to know what happens. I need to know what happens. And here's the thing. It's three, it's under 400 pages. Correct. So it makes, it almost as like, I only have to like, it did take me a week to get through for 350 pages, which normally I could do that literally in one night. In one night. Yeah. (laughs) But. So that says something. Anna is a super fast reader. So. Yeah. It took me a while to get through this. Mm -hmm. But because it's only 350 pages, I am very willing to read the next book because I assume it's also going to be like that. If this was 600 pages, and I was this frustrated at the end. Right. That's kind of, I'd be like, no, I'm done. Like I can't keep right. wasting 600 pages of Agreed. my life on a book that That's I'm like a long... confused about. And I, yeah, exactly. Like it's short, so it's not a huge time commitment on our part. And so mm-hmm. like, and obviously the way these books end, like you have, you want to know what happens. Yeah. But it does, like we definitely had some frustrations. Like Anna said, this definitely is a very stereotypical middle book where she's 
clearly just Very. setting up for the third. Um, so those are kind of our non-spoilery thoughts. Yes. If you, for some reason, are listening to this and have not read the book, and maybe you just want to know what we think, which is totally fine. Um, but from here on out, spoiler warnings, we will be discussing everything that happens everything, in this book. Everything. Everything. Peanut Battle all, and Blood. All, all the things. All the confusing things. All the confusing things and just lots of fighting. And um, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Let's do like a where we left off and kind of a like a reminder of like what what is the world like yes because even okay. i mean i will say i got confused again because it's been a while since we've read the first one and oh, I, I know forgot I... about the like what is the country's names like what totally. are the nine houses like i don't really okay so we have okay so where we what where we are is we are in i don't actually know the name of the continent or i can't remember the name of the continent if they ever say it oh so it's not cordova oh is it cordovia cordova oh it is yes it's right here yep you're right well is that the name of the... it's on the map it's on the map it, it says right. cordova. well i mean yep. you know <laughs> okay so cordova is a name of like I guess the continent is how I'm going to look at it geographically. Right. And then the vampires where Isolde and Adrian are is Rebecca Uh is like the country. And they live in the Red Palace at the Celceridae or Celceridae. I don't know how we say that. Yeah. And that's their like main city, the capital. Then you have the Nine Realms, which is basically kind of, or Nine Houses, I'm sorry, which I'm guessing like every country is like named after maybe like the founder of that house or something is kind Uh, of what I'm gathering based on like names and stuff got it um it's never explicitly stated but that's kind of what i was picking up on yeah um so i'm not gonna go through all those but there's nine it doesn't matter doesn't matter they don't really get explained very well anyways (laughs) (laughs) they don't get explained very well the important one is lara which Uh is where isol traditionally or originally came from right and her father at the end of the first book her father comes to rebecca where she's Mm -hmm. married adrian and remember her whole thing was like she was supposed to kill adrian Mm -hmm. and she doesn't and her father realizes that the only way to, the other only way to kill Adri- uh, Adrian is to kill his daughter yep. and which sets off like a traumatic line of events where yeah, is ends sad. up having to like I know and is old ends up having to kill her father yeah so the book basically picks up right at the end of book one like book two mm-hmm. picks up right after the events of book one yeah and La- uh, I'm going to call her Lara I know of because of bridge kingdom. kingdom I know <laughs> I, I do know. too it's so, so is old is distraught yes. she has she had to commit patricide uh-huh uh-huh. to save her life yep. and Adrian. She mm-hmm. also allowed Adrian to feed from her at the end of the book, which broke the curse. And sh- we find out that she is Yesenia and or a reincarnated version of Yesenia mm-hmm. and has like the blood of witches mm-hmm. uh, or she's a witch. And that part of the curse that like the deal that Adrian made with the goddess Dis was that if he, if he became like her pawn on earth or mm-hmm. on, on Cardova, that if Yesenia was reincarnated, she would be his downfall or not his downfall sorry his weakness that if she dies he dies Uh and so that's kind of where we let leave off yeah yeah. The book opens with our hero and heroine. They're really right. not heroes. He's really not no, a hero. That is an interesting point because I think Scarlet has talked about how she specifically mm-hmm. wrote Adrian, I know Adrian and maybe he's old, to be like morally mm-hmm. gray. Very me, much so. They are almost straight up villains. Like it's yeah. It's morally grayish black. We're really like we're getting it's, to like very dark charcoal gray areas. Yes. Yeah, like a really dark <laughs> 
gray. And it was interesting to read on the one hand because we typically don't have that in a fantasy. Like it's Never. either, yeah. you know, like they're fighting the villains. But on mm-hmm. now in this book, it felt like they were the villain. It really does. And we talk about that in our first episode. We talk about this, this like need to conquer. And mm-hmm. like, and it's like, what mm-hmm. if these people, I mean, I understand that. Yes, yes, there are issues. These are bad countries, but, mm-hmm. or, or there's some of them are. Mm-hmm. But the way that it's talked about, it's not, and this is part of the writing. This is like, for me, the writing. Yes, agreed. I wanted her to explain more on the reasonings that we were conquering, except yeah. for, it seemed to be conquering for conquering's sake. Safe? And and I know that at the end, literally the line is, Isolde finds out that like, you know, Dis is kind of controlling all of this. And uh-huh. she, you know, has kind of, which we find out later in this book, has like basically almost full control of Adrian towards the end. Right. But she asks him, so why do you conquer? And he says like, I conquer for Dis. Oh, God, I hate her name. I hate that name. Um, I, hate I conquer it. for Dis. So as the reader, I think we're supposed to just take that at face value that Dis is a goddess who's like power hungry. Yeah, but like but why? It's not it, interesting, but why? Like I need more. We like, don't know just, her. Like I yeah, don't, why, why not, is she wanting to conquer? What happened to make her want to conquer? Yeah, it's not interesting to read. It's like no, very, I'm just no. going to say this is the reason and you just have to go with me on this, but it's like, okay, but, but if no. you gotta, there's so many, I can suspend my belief with certain things, but you got to give me a little bit more to Well, it's with. very tell, not show. Like yeah. I want to you to show me something through the story instead of just being mm-hmm. like, well, Dis wants to conquer. Okay, why? She's a goddess. Like, I don't understand. Like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's, it was super, I don't know. It was just, I really didn't like when they like killed all those people in the town because they saw Adrian use like his mind control. Like, when they're like, we can't let them live. Live. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, I just can't get down with killing women and children. Or I don't really want them to kill the men. Yeah, like (laughs) children? No, no. So sorry, can't get on board with that. I don't like that. You did not give me a good enough reason. Yeah. To, like, why does that, why is that such a big deal? He can mind control people. I don't understand. We've read morally great characters or we've read characters who Mm -hmm. are complex and have, you know, do things that are questionable. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, there's a reason behind it or or at least there's some remorse later on Mm -hmm. or um, a conflicted feeling like you see them and you don't see that with Adrian. He never seems conflicted with his choices. Uh -uh. And I know that at the end of the book, I mean, we're skipping, but like we're already there. Like like we're already talking about it. So let's just get into it. Uh Like I know Dis, we find out at the end, basically can take full control of his body. And I don't know that she's done that prior, but what everybody keeps telling Isolde is that he's turning into a monster. Do not see the monster he's becoming. And they keep saying that to her. And then she sees it firsthand later in the war tent, which Mm -hmm. we'll get to that later. But Mm -hmm. when he like fully attacks her, but what we're missing as a reader are these like, are seeing those more of those hints and nuggets. All Mm -hmm. of a sudden it was like, she tags it on in the last 60 pages. Agreed. That, okay, Dis is taking over his body and that's why he's been so awful. Yeah. But I I think like, even if she had said something like the white, the whites of his irises enlarged, like if she said that a few more times rather than just in the last hundred pages. Agreed. Agreed. Because I looked today while I was making this, I was like, okay, wait, am I missing it? Were there more clues? No. And I searched in my Kindle for like those keywords. And I was like, no, she really gives you no, incl- the headaches don't start until right at like before, like right when Soren betrays her. That's yeah, basically that's when like the, the headaches start. That's like almost the end of the book. Yeah. There's no buildup. There's no clues being dropped. Like she just all of a sudden is like, oh, he's a monster. And she's finding all of this out yeah. also towards the end of the book. Yeah. She finds out she wrote the book of discs or sorry, the book of spells 
for I think it's called like, the Book of Dis, right? Is it the, called the Book of Dis? Oh, shit. I thought it was. Hold on. Is it Book of Death or Book of Dis? Book it's of, Book of something. It's the Book of... I don't know. It reminded me of Hocus Pocus, honestly. The Book of the Eye. <laughs> book of Dis. It's called the Book of Dis. Okay, why? Because... Why? Okay, because at the end, she writes it because Dis inspired her to write it. We find out that... Remember, she was actually... The Yesenia... Mm-hmm. Yesenia was actually Dis's first choice. Like, was working through Yesenia. Over Adrian? Yeah, it says at the very end. I do not remember this. What? She says... I do not remember that at all. Yeah, she says, um, before Adrian was chosen as Dis's incarnate, she had chosen you. She fed these spells to you. You were to bring balance to the world. But of course, men got in the way. (laughs) Okay. Kim. I know, this is how I felt making the outline. I was like, what? What? That doesn't even... new information. So... She's saying to bring balance to the world is supposedly what Adrian is doing, right? Let's put two and two together. Well, no. So she wanted, no, no, no. I I don't know what her purpose is with Adrian. Adrian, I feel like is something that got away from her, if I'm being quite honest. So she wanted Yesenia to bring, how is she, how is Yesenia bringing balance to the world? That's not explained. Okay, cool, 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 cool. That's not explained. All it says is you were to bring balance to the world, but of course men got on the way. Then uh, Isol says, this hates me. Anna says she hates you because she loves adrian what and then she says like she you, she allowed you to be reincarnated to like please him to keep uh, adrian on her side that is why she takes control of him to remind him that he is her pawn why would um i none of this makes sense to me so i mean i know we're skipping ahead listeners <laughs> sorry this is not going to be as structured as our usual episode because honestly this book kind of us for a loop it did it did earlier on at the end of the book when we find out the big reveal that Mm -hmm. anna has been pretending to be ravenna which listeners if anybody else has a different take on this please feel free to reach out to us please explain it to us please Please explain explain it to us because we don't know when she goes through the mirror and she sees anna there i was so confused now going back and is ravenna actually alive and is anna her reincarnated or i don't understand was anna pretending to be ravenna and if so is she Working with Ravenna. So here's the thing. I, th- reading this today, I don't actually think Ravenna's alive. I feel what, like Anna was ever was pre- alive. She was her I, the whole time. No, 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 no. I think she was like a real person. Well, right. I'm saying, but like she didn't make it to this day and age. I don't. Th- I don't understand how she. I, because okay so when she goes through the mirror and she sees anna mm-hmm. she says i have been trying to help you i have warned you about adrian i've told you that we are fighting for the same purpose and she says you keep saying that and you keep killing my but you keep killing my people and anna cuts her off and she says men i am killing men if Ka, uh no, <laughs> and, then, and then is old like if was not a man girl i do not know who Ivka was i was like we who is this person had to look this up before recording because i was like i can promise you right now i don't know who that is and anna was like oh it's the owl that was mentioned like twice in this twice. entire book and yet, yet we're Isolde rehashing is super it super attached to she's her she's like why like, did Ivka have to die like why do you care you don't care like you don't care about conquering all these people no you care about the owl oh my god, god. um and ravenna's like it was an unfortunate sacrifice so here's the thing. So she goes back and forth between referring to her as Ravenna and then referring to her. So like here, Scarlett, the author, writes, Ravenna smiled, but it was sad. An unfortunate sacrifice. I did not wish to see her die, but she would have distracted you. How? 
And then she continues, you did not incarnate in this life to be Isolde of Lara. You incarnated to seek revenge as Yesenia of Arif. And that revenge must be against men. They hurt you. And it's... What? I I don't understand that. It's like, I understand that like men burned her at the stake. And the big burning was like obviously terrible. We obviously hate that. Yeah, obviously that's awful. Like, I don't understand why 200 years later... I don't know. You know, it's like the... What is it? The sons paying for the sins of their father. Like, I understand that there's a lot of men in this world that suck but obviously there is but like adrian also was trying to save her and like is her is anna's cousin and i'm like i don't i don't understand i don't understand and also stop referring to her as either ravenna or anna and pick one and tell pick us which one, one that she is yes yeah, no you know what she does keep she just refers to her as ravenna i'm so, no no because then oh my god no she calls ravenna and then, then two pages later she says i wanted you to remember me anna said and i'm like but which one are you? Which okay? Do you want her to remember you as Ravenna or who are you? What yeah, are you like doing? Why didn't she remember you? Like, yes, I'm confused. She did. That was the she whole. She said point I in wanted you book. to remember me so badly, but when you didn't, I knew I would be on my own. What she did remember this you, Anna. So, I can't. I'm just so I confused. I'm, I'm so confused. Listeners, if you read the end of this book and you understood it, give us a shout in our DMs because we don't understand and i think we're fairly intelligent women and like we're pretty intelligent i feel like we're pretty intelligent college educated and (laughs) i don't i don't understand well first of all okay let's go back and just say i think the other reason that we're fresh we got frustrated is because nothing happens the first 70 percent of this book except them fighting and fucking and fighting and fucking it is a volleyball it is no it's a tennis match where you're just going like back and forth with your head and you're like what is happening it's so toxic and so much could have been explained. Like, I don't understand why we couldn't have, like, added some more depth and plot development. Because really, there could have been. I could, like, think of a few little instances that you could have expanded upon. You yeah. know? I mean, yeah. I would have learned, I'd love to have seen a little bit more at the Secret Library. And learning yeah. maybe some, like, more history about the original Yesenia. Or, yes. like, maybe yes. see some hints there about Anna and how she's tied into this. Because, yeah. I mean, it's it's very confusing. And then, like, with and we've already mentioned with Adrian, it would have been really nice to see him struggle a bit more with this, like, somebody invading his mind and yeah. his space. And yeah. we've seen authors do that, and there, it, we know it can be done. It can. <laughs> like, thinking of a specific book, which we won't say. Yep. Yes, but, yes. You know, <laughs> there's it's just it was very frustrating but going back to like let's go back and talk about let's go back let's go down let's go back to the beginning a bit more and let's break down some of the characters let's take it back let's take it let's take it back so let's talk about Isolde a little bit yeah she's not in a good place no at the beginning of this book or at the end but (laughs) I mean really throughout one could argue she has a rough go yeah this book is rough for her specifically yeah she was interesting because she became very violent and just I don't think it worked to have both of them be morally gray I think she needed to pick one of them and the other one needed to like struggle yeah old kind of struggles a little bit but she's like whose head did you bring me like who did you bring me she seems like totally okay with this like bloodthirsty conquering yeah violent killing of 
innocent people. I mean, some of them are innocent, but. Yeah, and it's different from her beginning of, I mean, she's always been like a fighter and kind of, she's always been a little bloodthirsty. Yeah. But her, but there was something about her in book one that endeared you a bit. And even yeah. with Adrian, I had yes. a really hard time connecting with them. And I even, Agreed. I mean, Kim, you know this. I went back and I reread the last, I don't know, like 75 pages of book one. Yeah. Even though I was like six chapters into this new book. Mm-hmm. It helped me at first. I was like, okay, I reconnected with Adrian and Azold. They had these beautiful moments at the end yep. of book one. I felt like, okay, I understand them now. And then I started reading again and it was so different because like the mm-hmm. Adrian and Azold in book one, yes, there was like arguments and stuff and yes, there yeah. was sex, but it, it felt very like they talked a bit more to each other and like gave each yeah. other a bit more grace and compassion. Mm-hmm. And you saw the love eventually when she has her memories, like the deep, deep love and bond that they have. And it's actually, yes. there's some beautiful lines. Yeah. But then in this book, it was so much arguing and tit for tat and nitpicking little things. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like you're angry and a page later, she's like, I want you. Be in, I'll get inside me. me. Like, I, yeah. I, I Make just... love to me. And it's like, what? What? Were we just like arguing? And yeah. I understand like hate sex, makeup sex, but like it wasn't. But it was, it happened all the time. All the time. And they were saying things that were like very hurtful towards each other. Not just yeah. like fight, like like have it like bickering. They were like saying hurtful things to each other and then they would just have sex. And I'm like, okay, no, we need to, we need we to. We need to chat. We need to <laughs> communicate, okay? And it just <laughs> seemed like they didn't know each other. They didn't understand each other. They didn't trust each other. Like they were mm-hmm. constantly purposely misunderstanding each other to the point where I'm like, I mean, I know Isolde is not Yesenia, but like she remembers enough to remember Adrian and know that she loved him. Yeah. And now it just seems like they're complete strangers. It was constantly like, well, how dare you do this? And he's like, why would you assume that I did this? Why wouldn't you assume that I did, you know, that I... I know. She's like, why didn't you stop the pleasure house? And he's like, well, why would you think... Why did you automatically think that I didn't try? Yeah. It's just... It's like for two people who have so seemingly and who say that they have such a deep love for each other and Mm -hmm. who he literally sacrificed his like soul basically to a goddess to resurrect Yesenia. Yeah. They don't seem to give each other a lot of grace or understanding or or the benefit of the doubt. No. I guess. No benefits. It's it's just interesting because like, I don't know. It was kind of, it got exhausting to read because you're just like, oh, okay, we're fighting again. And we're having sex. Okay, cool, cool, and, cool, Okay, cool. and ba- and Isolde, I-, I just wish we had also spent a little bit more time on her struggling with the fact that she was resurrected. Agreed, agreed. You know, I mean, initially I was like, okay, she has like a line at the very, like page three of the book. She says, I had no conflict over my two lives. Yesenia was of the past, a life once lived. Now I was Isolde Vasiliev, queen of Rebecca, future queen of Cordova, and I was here to conquer. And at first I was like, okay, we're just going to touch on this really quick. And she's yeah. making the decision to like be herself or be yeah. the her current self with the memories of the past. Yes. I was like, okay, I can, I can deal with this. That's fine. Yes. It's a 350 page book. Mm-hmm. But then the whole middle part of the book was so a bunch of nothing. Nothing. But I was like, okay, we could have fed that. We could have added a little bit more inner conflict or yes, like she gets really mad at him or she gets upset with him because she's like, how do I? I know that you actually appreciate me and you don't wish that I was Yesenia but it kind of comes out of nowhere because he literally yeah. gives her I mean he seems to he's not giving her really a reason to doubt to, to, him. to like ask that specifically 
Yeah. It seems like Scarlett knew she needed to throw that in there because that is a valid question. Like, does he really yeah, just love the, the part of her that's Yesenia or does he really love her for her? Yeah. But the, I'm like, that needed to come out of a deeper conversation, a deeper yes. argument that needed to be better fleshed out because yeah. she literally did just say it out of nowhere. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, I love you. But it, it just, yeah. I just didn't like, it wasn't enough. And to me, it felt like a cop out because she mm-hmm. didn't want to have to put that into the story. These old constantly struggling with that but I think that would have been a far more interesting book yeah for her to be struggling with I'm two people I have the memories of two people but I'm this person now but I was a witch in a past life I had a high coven I had sisters that I loved that's like never brought up again she never thinks about the coven she never is like I miss them yeah there's none of that and I'm like to me and if it is brought up it's a very passing a throwaway statement Mm -hmm. you know like like at the cottage like when they're at the cottage that's like one of the only times she feels that and I agree Kim like I would have loved to have seen a little bit more of Yesenia coming into Isolde because I also feel like at least the Yesenia that we see in the past seems Mm -hmm. to have a much kinder soul or heart or just a bit softer she did seem softer it would have been nice to kind of maybe see her starting to bleed into Isolde Mm -hmm. and maybe it then I actually think it would have been a little bit and maybe this will happen in book three maybe this will happen in book three Mm. but it would give Isolde almost like look it would allow her to see Adrian through different eyes because if she had some of the memories of Yesenia the Adrian apparently that was back then is very different than the Adrian that we that is today or in this current book does that make sense like yes it does the Adrian that was with Yesenia was seemed softer too like Anna and Soren and Dark all say that and he's turned into this monster because of Dis and it kind of like I feel like that would have been way more interesting to see as Zold start to feel conflicted about the Adrian she was seeing and like reconciling the two in her brain yes totally Scarlett if you need some notes Scarlett, listen, (laughs) we're here and we're happy to give notes because we have some great ideas and I just think there was a great opportunity there for some great inner turmoil and then like she's like Adrian doesn't know how to help her and Mm -hmm. so there's distance between them because of that. That would have been interesting. Would have been interesting. They're just picking fights with each. I'm like, do y'all just get off on this? Like, do you get (laughs) off on fighting? Because it's truly like they're fighting over nothing. These stupidest shit that does not matter. And then she's like, fuck me. And I'm like, okay, I listen, <laughs> listen. There's a quote at the end that, that she's like, I shouldn't want to have sex right now, but it was how I made sense of my world. And I'm like, yes. Oh, I, I read. Yes. I know exactly what line you're talking about. I don't, I don't, <laughs> like, okay. I don't agree. Okay. It was how I can, cons- yeah. Like how I, how I like got sold contr- myself or yeah, something. Or like, I was like how okay. I made sense of things. I'm like, how does that, make, how does that help make sense out of anything? Like that literally accomplishes nothing, but like getting you off, which like go girl. But wait, okay. Speaking of getting her off. When she becomes an off hawker, no, I okay, hate it. I cannot, guys. I, I cannot it. say this. It's off hawker, and I'm going to tell you right now. Every time I read it, I said, "Oh fucker, oh like, fucker, oh fucker." <laughs> but I did look it up, and that is a real German mythical creature called yes. an off hawker, and it appears as like a, a wolf dog, but it can also appear as other things, which is I think where she's going with this. I think she's going to have her not be a dog and like learn how to appear in different forms. Ooh, that'll be her vampire special trait. Yes, that's going to be good, her vampire good trait. Good catch, Kim. Because I when like I was that. reading it, it was like it can appear as like, we all said like, I think it was like a goblin or something or like a, it can appear <laughs> as like a spirit. So I'm yes. like, okay, she's 
Okay, she did her homework, at least on this. She did her homework. Like, well, she has some of the German... In the first book, there was something that we looked up that was like um, yeah. a German term where they, they would bury women or the dead a lot. They thought that people were dead and they would bury them and then they would come... They would end up crawling out of the graves. It was oh, like in Germany. It was a German... I know. It was like a... It, it was a term that she used in the first book for like these creatures that attacked. I can't remember what they were called. I, I vaguely remember that. I vaguely... Okay, but y'all, the, the scene where she turns into an awful... Fucker. <laughs> I don't like it. I it don't was, like it. It was so... I thought he turned her. Me too! I thought he accidentally turned her. And yeah, because like, he was sucking... so careless. And he was like sucking on her wrist and like spitting it out and sucking on her... I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was like, ew, this is so gross. This is so like, gross. Just, and then she like wakes up and she's like hot and horny and like grinds on him and then crawls and then just outside. I'm just picturing like a like a like almost like an SNL moment where she's like sweating and like I can't be inside like yes. a Will Ferrell like yes. and then she's like running to the lake. But they're both naked. Keep in mind they are oh, running through this castle. They're both naked, and everyone's naked just running. staring at them. And they're both running, and she like falls on, jumps in this. There pool. is nothing funnier than a naked man running. I truly, <laughs> truly nothing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny, and I'm like. And not sexy. Could we have written a line where at least Adrian throws some boxers on? Just gonna grab a rope. Just something. I don't care if it's a towel. Wrap it around. Nobody wants to see that middle section flopping around. Okay? (laughs) Nobody. And like they're just sweaty and they just had sex. So then she like falls into the pool. And the first thing he says is like, oh, what a beautiful creature you are. No, it's (laughs) not beautiful. If you look it up, they're. It's like the Grimm from Harry Potter. That's it's like what serious. I'm too. It's like it's not beautiful. I'm sorry. It's not beautiful. It's not. And he's like, the first thing he says is, "Oh, what a beautiful what creature a beautiful you are." Creature. And she's like, "What the fuck, man? Like, I just got turned into a dog." And you're like, "Oh, gorgeous, stunning, love it." I- <laughs> this is a great look for you. I know. Yeah, loving this on you. Like, no wonder she's mad. She's like, "I'm freaking out about it," and you're just like, "Ooh, you're hot, y'all." I cannot get over just the horniness for each other constantly. It's too much. It's too much. Oh my god, it's so funny. Okay, let's move on. There's a, okay. There are two r- sweet moments that I wanted yes. to talk about between yes. them. Yes. The first one being the cottage. <gasps> Oh, that was sweet. I actually really, I really liked that scene. And I wanted more of that. Me too. We needed more of that. We needed more of that. That was really sweet. I know. So he takes her there. Why does he take her there again? Oh, to show her the gravesite. Yes, where the High Coven's bones were buried. And like Julian, I think, took them or something. Yeah. uh, No, uh, Ravenna. Well, Anna Ravenna. Anna Ravenna. Ravenna, Whoever she is. Whatever. That's her name from now on. Anna Ravenna. Anna Ravenna. And it was just, (laughs) and it was so sweet. Because like she shows up and. And she's like, you know, why did you choose this place to bury me? And she Mm -hmm. doesn't remember that that's where the cottage was, where they spent their last night together. He says, "When because when I am here, I remember our final night together. He said, holding my face between his hands, thumbs brushing away my tears. Do you remember the details of that night? And like, it starts to slowly come back to her. And this part really actually got me. Like I actually, this kind of, this kind of moved me a little bit. You know, he's, he's telling her, he's like helping her remember. He says, you wanted a quiet life with me at the base of this mountain. We would have had a 
farm and you would teach magic the way it was meant to be taught. And then he like pauses and he says, you named our children, he said, and the silence that followed his statement shattered my heart. They were the children we would never have. What were their names? I whispered. I knew he remembered, knew he clung to the memory of them, though they never existed. Cora for a girl, he said, and I swallowed something sharp and jagged in my throat, only to have it land uneasily in my stomach. And it was like, I think it was her mother's name. Yes, it was her mother's name. And then she starts to remember and she says, Alec for a boy after you. Yeah. And a ghost of a smile touched his lips, but could not dim the pain in his eyes. And after a moment he spoke, I am sorry I could not give you what you wanted. (laughs) It's like so sweet. And she says, Adrian, you are what I want. That was a really sweet moment. We needed more of that. Yeah, and it felt like I needed like little pieces of that later on in the book. I mean, we get when he takes her to see the sunshine and he's like, I saw you like when after she dances with Killian and he gets jealous and he's like, I want to be the reason for that smile to be on your face. And he takes her to see the sun. So sweet. And that was really sweet too. But those two things were so short in the grand scheme of things, but Mm -hmm. it was just a really nice moment. And I will say that the sex scene here worked. Agreed. It was very sweet. It was them connecting on a happiness that they remember but also on like the grief and grieving the life that they will never have agreed and it was like the closest you can be with somebody and you know just Mm -hmm. you know having i totally agree it yeah it worked it served a purpose yes it was an intimate sweet moment between them it wasn't used to just like stop an argument or to stop talking or to Mm -hmm. just stop listening to each other like sex for sex sake it was yeah it was yeah and i really loved that and i really wish we would have seen more of that of him trying to to remind her of her life as with him as Yesenia and I think that that would have endeared us to the both of them a little bit more but definitely yeah. Adrian because yeah. Adrian by the end is I don't he's not even like a per like he's just kind of a I don't know and I think that would have I just felt like he wasn't well fleshed out in this book I couldn't connect with him I had a hard time connecting with both of them really but obviously we're in Isolde's head like we're you know it's kind of from her right mostly POV and Adrian's POV is literally just like he's horny for he's horny for her that's it I, I like we we barely get his POVs. We do. Yeah, barely. But there wasn't anything there. There was nothing there. There was no substance to it. It was just like, I want to fuck her. Oh, she's no, so I, and, and initially we were like learning things like the fact that he can control vampires, which was like. Oh, that was. That was a. That was heavenly a heavenly fire, fire moment. Yep. You know. That was like, we have never heard that ever. No. That has never gotten brought up. No. And now all of a sudden he's like, oh, any vampire I turn, I can control their minds. And there was all these like, when he was like walking through the woods, there was like, he was hearing all the whispers of yes. like death and stuff. And I'm, and I kept saying, oh, what's this? Like, is this going to come back later? Nope. 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 Certainly does That's not. That's it. That's it. Certainly does not. <laughs> That's all, That's That's it. all okay. you get. That's all we got with that. Um, what was the other? This is a sweet quote. Yeah, I really like this quote. This is actually, which I, this was a one of their, it wasn't really an argument, but it was when she was like, how do I know that you don't love Yesenia? And like, how do I know that you right. actually want me? And he's like, how can I show you? And she says, you can't, you just have to like allow me to have my feelings. And he says, well, what can I say? And she says, words do not heal trauma. Then he says, then tell me how I heal this. And she says, you don't, you love me through the fear, even when my doubt hurts and I will do the same for you that's a great line that's a great line yeah it's a great line i really liked that which is just your universal like you love me through the fear yes that's what partners do yes i love that you love me through the fear even when my doubt hurts and i will do the same i love that and so it's like okay see we can do this this is good stuff we need more of this oh there was one other quote just kind of while we were on like that subject that anna Mm -hmm. says they had just finished arguing (laughs) of course of course is old by herself and Mm -hmm. she's like I'm just tired I'm tired of she says I'm tired I think she's saying like I'm tired of the arguing or something like that I can't remember exactly we all 
are. We all are. He's old. And she says, you do not have to have lived a hundred years or even 20. If your soul is tired, you will be tired. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. That kind of stuck with me. It's That's like just, really sweet. You know, it's, it's everyone's trauma is their own trauma. And one trauma, one person's trauma is not greater than another's. There can be like, absolutely. There are degrees of trauma that people sure, can go through. Course. But however, how that person experiences it might be absolutely. their greatest trauma. Yes. And it doesn't matter. Like she's saying, like it doesn't, because I think she says, I think Izzel says something like, well, I'm, I don't know why I'm telling you this. You've lived for hundreds of years and I've only lived this lifetime that I can remember. Yeah, right. And she's like, it doesn't matter. If yeah. your soul is tired, you're tired. Like, and that's yeah, okay. Absolutely. I, lo- I do love that. I When it was handled it about trauma and talking about that and grief, it was handled well. I just mm-hmm. wish that, I understand there's probably a delicate balance because it's, you probably don't want to like bring the book down by constantly, but like it was brought down anyways by them constantly fighting. So I would have liked to see yeah. some of those fights instead of the, them fighting conversations about trauma and like PTSD or be productive with the arguments and make it about struggling with you know reconciling two parts of themselves or something agreed totally agreed oh my god just speaking of like trauma when she like hears weeping when she's in the secret library yeah. and she goes through like a passage and she finds Saphira like skin and bones her hair has been pulled out yeah she's and like, they just forgot that she was there and down. I understand that she was like I understand she was kind of a bitch but she didn't deserve no. to be thrown into no. a jail a cell and like rot and forgotten. in her own filth I was like okay this came out of nowhere this is an escalation that is not necessary she takes her out and she's like she's like oh we forgot about you <laughs> Oh my god! It's like she was there for a month. She's like, okay, anyways, come with me, be my spy. Not be like, my oh spy. My, like, what? And Severe's like, do you trust me? And she's like, oh, absolutely not. No, and don't tell Adrian. I'm like, this is this dysfunctional. Is, this is, this so is dysfunctional. And then it she's never brought up sense. again. Nope, never. Like, what was no. the purpose? I don't know. Oh I don't know. Oh my god. I don't understand it. Oh, jeez. Okay, so speaking of the secret library, that was yes. actually cool. And I. That was interesting. Interesting, and I wanted to know more. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to, to know, know more, more about this. Okay, I did think that the, the the whole containment spell thing was super rushed. Very rushed. I wanted more magic. It wasn't at all fleshed out. Like, yeah. Is it Violetta or Violetta? Violetta. I was saying Violetta. Okay, Violetta. Okay. Her ancestors are a witch. And so like she just, it, it was all very like, I don't know. I did not feel like that part was written well. It was super quick. It happened in like two days. Yeah, like when, when Anna brings her down there, I was like, okay. This, I thought that, I was like, this is the turning point. Yeah. And we're going to start learning more about like the history of the uh-huh. witches. We've got all these spell books now. Mm-hmm. Isolde's going to start unlocking parts of herself that were Yesenia. And she's going to get in touch with yep. her magic. Yep. And instead we just get this, hey, I want a containment spell. Great. We found one. We need a third witch. Cool. Violetta, you want to do this? Let's go. Let's go to the lake. And we all get beaten up. Like it's, it literally happened that fast. That's and what happened. And it was truly just, it was so rushed. And I was like, okay, hold on. Wait, like, what are we doing? Like she has one conversation with Violetta and she's like, okay, let me know. And then, like, they're doing it the next day. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Wait. Like, y'all, this is... The full moon's tomorrow, so kind of need your answer. And she's never practiced magic before, I don't think. I think... No. I just... It's, like, runs in her family. Like, she has a history of... But, like, 
yeah, that's like saying, I mean, I, this is obviously yeah, bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's just it's like a ridiculous. blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was like, okay, this all was super rushed. Again, take out some freaking fighting scenes between Adrian and his old and put in Band flesh some of this stuff this out. Bit. Expand yeah, upon this. Out. This is super interesting. This whole library of all of these texts of really interesting things. And it was like barely, barely a part it of the It would have been story. really cool to see. I guess it would have been kind of cool if like Isolde had, or, yeah, Isolde had started to read these things and maybe get uh-huh. started getting flashbacks because as we learn at the end she wrote the book of Dis which now makes sense as why it's called the book of Dis because Dis was basically feeding her these spells uh-huh. and it would have been kind of interesting to like see her going through these spell books and maybe getting like flashbacks of like yes. feelings or yes. darkness or something that was like something like I don't we know, needed to just... see more connection to me I needed more connection between her and Yesenia yeah because otherwise what's the point of reincarnating like what's the yeah, point what's of her the being Point. if we yeah. literally never talk about it yeah. it's barely talked about the cottage and the scene with her mom is really the only two big moments where you oh yeah i can't wait to talk about that that's fun yeah but like that's really the only big moments with yeah. her being yesenia and like a full flashback and like having these connections to her former self but it, yeah i agree i would have loved to have seen like she opens a book and reads a spell and it like triggers something triggers something and you know she says there okay so i highlighted a few things in here that are history quote unquote of like yeah. Yesenia or the past okay so here's one of them so she says as Yesenia I had been a seer I had known enough to predict my own death and leave behind a book of spells that could raise the dead and I don't know Anna follows up with you once told me there were few truths in the world I cannot pretend to know what you saw in the future but I know what guided your decisions and it was truth is old so the more I go back and like reread little snippets the more I see Anna like I think trying to feed her these clues that Mm. like you've got to remember like I can't Mm -hmm. just tell you because you're not going to believe me you're so blinded by love right but you predicted something and you started to write this book and the purpose of the book was to raise the dead so now I'm thinking like reading this having finished the book I'm like did she somehow predict like is she going to try and raise her coven like, is that going to be oh. the way that they defeat Dis in the next book? That was my first question when you first said that. I'm, I'm like, okay, why does she need to raise the dead, though? Yeah. Why? Why is that a goal and of why, Yesenia's? And was that something that she did? Like, Dis, I, who knows? Like, I mean, I know Dis was feeding her spells, but maybe she's not feeding her all the spells. Maybe. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand either. But then there was another quote later on when they're in the library, and she says... She finds a history note about like herself, like her, yes. Yesenia. Yes, yes, And yes, I yes. thought this was interesting. She doesn't know who wrote it. It was like a, a third party, like an observer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, the high coven boasts a powerful seer, though she has yet to demonstrate her gift, given that a series of misfortunes have befallen Celserity, the city they all live in. Mm-hmm. The people have become suspicious of the woman who shows no propriety given her earthly background. She has been known to wander away from the castle and gather herbs and flowers. Then it says she has wild ways though such is the manner of her matriarchal tribe hers is the most prominent the zanith if she is any measure of the women they produce it is evident we must act for her defiance is a threat to the crown so clearly it was somebody who worked for the crown but it's really interesting because you don't you're getting a a sense of the type like she came from a tribe called the zanith which was like a matriarchal society Mm -hmm. she's supposed to be a powerful seer but she has yet to demonstrate her gift Mm -hmm. and you wonder like what was yesenia holding 
coming back because she clearly did have visions. Right. And she clearly so like, had why things. was she not showing a propriety for magic and just going and gathering herbs? Or is it alluding to like the fact that she was withholding visions? Like maybe mm. she was having them because we know that she does. We know she sees her own death. We know that. She oh, I'm sure she like, was. Yeah. And so was she just choosing not to because she didn't want to be used by the crown? Did she? Probably. Anyways, but she burns the piece of paper. Yes. She's <laughs> like, oh, nope. I don't want anything about me to ever be read. So she just burns it. And I'm like, okay. Isol, Which, like, what? This is, your, this is an impulsive decision. And that was But not- we, we learned that, like, they're a tribe of women who then the younger, gen- or the next generation, I guess the men got jealous or something. There was a mutiny, it says, in, like, the right, next page. Yeah. There was a mutiny yes. and the men took control and they overthrew the matriarchs and they were exiled or they were mm-hmm. murdered. I wonder, mm-hmm. like, they were exiled or they were murdered. And it was two years after the burn. So it was after Yesenia's death that they were overthrown, like that hmm. tribe. So yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's going to come up later, like in the next book, like if there is right. another line of witches from her tribe that have survived, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who have secretly been practicing, who can show her the ropes, help her. That would be interesting. That As would be Anna interesting. says at the end, you're just afraid to wake up. You need to wake up and remember your magic. I know, but it's like, mm, I don't know. It just, it's yeah. so, in, it's interesting. It's, um. There are things in this book that could make for a really fun final book. Agreed. The problem agreed. Totally is it's agreed. just <laughs> how we're getting there is a drag. I, it's it's a true drag. Like it's and also just like stuff is not explained well. I'm sorry, but like yeah. she just does not do a good job of properly explaining things. Yeah. And I don't Were you I ever don't... confused with the flashbacks? Because I got Oh Anna, I was so annoyed. Okay, specifically, when they go and um, they're doing the spell, they're standing in the water, they're holding hands, and, like, obviously the villagers come, or whoever they are, uh-huh. and, like, beat them. And she goes from, like, being beaten, and she right. looks over, and she's, like, looking at Anna and looking... I don't, she, I don't, I don't think Violetta. she's Violet, or Violetta. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, with no notice no italicize no nothing it goes to flashing back to when she's yesenia and she comes upon anna who has been in this pleasure dungeon in the castle and she's and been, been raped like, by gang all raped. of these like gang raped by all the lords in of the nine houses not i mean i think that's what she says that's, she says all the lords it's like all the lords okay that's a lot of jesus lords. And Yesenia is like, you know, comforting her. And then... And then it flashes then, And then it flashes back, back the present. comes back with... Again, but there's no I was, line this, or... She does... I don't understand. Like, like why didn't you use it? Italicize. Like, italicize those moments when you go back and pass. At the end of the book, when she, like, goes through the mirror and she sees that Ravenna is Anna and she's like, oh my God, I feel betrayed. And then all of a sudden, she's on the floor vomiting. And I was like, yep. oh, hold up. Why are we vomiting? Yep. Why are and we then all of a sudden, up? she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, whoa, this is a flashback. Yes. It took me a paragraph to realize we were in a flashback. I was like, wait, how is she pregnant? That's so confusing. I mean, they've been having sex constantly, but isn't she a vampire now? Isn't like they can't have vampire? babies. I feel like we learned this in Twilight. We did. Vampires Paranormal Vampire yeah. 101. <laughs> can't have babies. So I I agree. The flashbacks were not well done. I was very confused. And then it flashed back and like, Isolde's in bed. Uh, she's fine. Yeah, waking up. Yeah. Anna's asleep and Violetta's dead. And I'm just like, okay. I That was not well explained. <laughs> I was so confused. I did not like that. To me, that flashback only served a purpose to get her, to get her and Adrian in another fight. Because then she's like, how dare you? You knew about yeah. this. How could you not do something about it? He's like, why would you assume I didn't try to do something about it? I literally yeah. came to kill King Drago- Dragos. Yeah, like I joined the King's Guard to kill I him. I obviously was probably trying to do something. Yeah. You twat. And she's like... <laughs> 
let's have sex. I was just like, what was the point I know. of showing? It was so frustrating. I just don't see the point in showing the whole rape thing with Anna. Mm-hmm. I didn't see what we got out of that other than an argument with Adrian, yeah. if that makes sense. I didn't really, maybe it's to hold, maybe it was to like back her thing of like all men, men are terrible, they should die. Yeah, so like, I mean, I get Anna that. definitely has, so she Anna, has in one of the court meetings or whatever that they go to, mm-hmm. Anna's like, she doesn't sit down. It makes a note that like Anna didn't sit down. She like stood to, by the window or something. And I can't remember what she says. And I didn't highlight it because at the time I didn't think it was important, but I did yeah. remember it. Uh-huh. And I don't remember exactly where it is in the book, but she says something about men and how she thinks that Ravenna is out to destroy men or yes. something. They're talking about it. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing or statement I to make. she said that. Yes. And as I'm like thinking back on that is okay. So there aren't a lot of little hints about Adrian being taken over by Dis or anything mm-hmm. like that but I feel like there are a little bit of hints about Anna becoming Ravenna the more I go back and look I agree I, I'm still I'm just very confused about the ending I just don't understand Agreed. how she yes. is Ravenna yes. or if Ravenna is even like real or if she was pretending real. or I don't understand right are she reincarnated are they working together yeah I don't, like are I don't they the same person either. Or are they like right. working together? I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I, sure. I don't understand. Yeah. Please let us know. TBD. Please let us know. So anyways, okay. So after they try to do this containment smell the lake and Violetta dies, Anna is in a coma. Mm-hmm. Isolde finds this little black spell book and she like says yeah. like it has a very dark magic feel. It doesn't feel yeah. right. And it's mm-hmm. in Anna's room. We find out later that it's like actually like Anna's spell book. Uh-huh. Isolde goes into her own room, which I'm so sorry. Just a little little side note it's really weird to me that as old and adrian don't share a room yeah that is they have their own sleep separate sleeping quarters like in every other book i understand that like historically but this isn't this is fantasy this is not actual reality i think i think she was trying to use like a hit like that it would be historically accurate for people in whatever time period they're in but like but it's this is fantasy. fantasy let them share a room yeah that, that was so why weird. it's constantly like i'm gonna go to adrian's room he's gonna come to my room he's not in his room where is he i go to my room it was like annoyingly confusing and unnecessary them, just let them sleep together yeah. like why does it matter who cares yeah anyways so isolde takes it back to her room and she decides that she's gonna summon ravenna and like contain her by herself or some shit yeah. and ravenna shows up in the mirror and this was interesting because this is like i guess a big reveal that we get which we've already said uh-huh so when she finally shows up in her room Ravenna says Vada tore us apart which I think Vada was the he- I, I don't I can't I think Vada was like one of the I don't know head of the witches is. or something she uh-huh. says she says Vada tore us apart she was the one who sent us across Cordova to serve kings in their courts all because she wanted power that was the beginning of our end so oh Vada was an elder she was like the it says here Vada was like the elder I think like the head of the coven or something never mentioned before yeah, never, but yeah. okay then she says you think Adrian wants to be free of Dis what he really wants is to take her place and Isolde says what's wrong with being a god <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. No, Power that's hungry. Not the answer. Okay. That's not the correct answer. Like, <laughs> that's not the answer we were looking like, for. What's wrong with that? Well, what do you mean, what's wrong with that? Like, <laughs> he wants to be a god. So then, so then Ravenna says, it's not becoming one that's the problem. It's who has to die for him to get there. But you know he is dangerous, or at least you did. He is why you created the book. And Isolde says, you're, dun, you're dun, lying. Dun. I know. You're lying. She's not lying. Nope, she's not lying. And then she disappears. And so yeah. that's like the first we've heard this like little truth bomb that yeah. you created this because of Adrian. You because foresaw Adrian. something and you started to create this book. Right. Okay, but again, does that not make you question when 
she was like, don't fight this love. You were made for this world. Why go through yeah. all of this with him if you know what he's going to become and you made a spell book to destroy him? Is and that what she said? Like, here's the thing. There's two two things that could have happened. Mm-hmm. One, she, cre- she foresaw something happening in the future. Mm-hmm. Adrian would survive. She'd be reincarnated and somehow she would need the book. And I guess it's like, what I'm, what I don't understand is, I guess this is part of their characters. They just don't care about the little, like the small lay person. No, they But it's don't. like 200 years of vampires and conquering and all of this. Yeah, and is it and worth it? killing innocent people. Is it worth it for you two to be together in the end? Yeah. Is the Book of Dis something you created to like then banish the monster from Adrian to make him whole again, to make him the Adrian you once knew? But at what cost yeah. to everybody else? Right, That's exactly. what I don't, yes, like, it's, I can't figure out. Well, that's like out. the whole theme of the book is just they don't care about anybody else but themselves. Yeah. All they care about is that they get to be together and conquering innocent people. I mean, maybe this just goes back to like our initial, your initial comment, Kim, that they are just charcoal gray. And this is the love yeah. story we're getting. It's a fucked up love story. Like it's yeah, just a it's toxic, we love each other no matter what, doesn't matter who we hurt. Yeah. I mean... Which is a choice. If you stick with it, it's a choice. Choices were made. Choices were made. <laughs> okay, so speaking of that, okay, so Soren's betrayal was like another big thing, which... Oh, yeah. I wasn't totally shocked by it. Yeah. It's a bummer. We liked Soren. I feel like you could, looking back, you could kind of see little moments of of that. But really, it's like, it's actually not a betrayal to Isolde. It's a betrayal to Adrian. Yeah. He tells her like, I loved you. Yes. I want yes. you to remember that, right? Doesn't he say like, I loved you? Which is kind of weird. He's crying he says yes. i'm sorry is old and she says why and he goes because he has to die adrian will destroy us as old none of us can fight him you have to understand you once understood i shook my head the book of dis he continued you wrote those spells for him yeah so here's what i don't get is like i'm the timeline doesn't make sense in my brain because the timeline mm-hmm. is she finds out she's pregnant like if we if we put all the information together okay she and adrian uh-huh. are together dragos wants to use her she says no so she uh-huh. by saying no to Dragos, she foresees that he's going to end up killing her, okay? Right, okay. She and Adrian have this horrid love affair. They love each other. She gets pregnant, or she finds out she's pregnant. That night, they go have their last final goodbye in the cottage. The next Uh day, Dragos and his men rip them out of the cottage. Uh Uh-huh. They beat Adrian. They rape Isolde, or Yesenia. Yesenia. And then they burn her at the stake. So, what I don't understand is when Soren says, you have to understand Understand you once understood. At what point in that At time point? did she have, was she like, yes, I love him. I'm about to have his baby, but I know that I'm going to have to destroy him. Because that is, what, like, I, what, what are we missing? What are we missing? So do, are, are we saying that she saw a, she saw a vision of him in the future? That's what I'm saying. Being controlled by Dis? Yes. Because at that point, he's not being controlled that's by what I'm. That's what I think. That's what I think. Like when she. So why would you not say something to him? Like, hey, don't make a pact for me to come back. Because that's what I'm saying. Because I think this is, this is like the toxic part of the relationship. She's like, but we get to be together at the end. I will create this book. I will be able to banish Dis from you because I will raise my coven. This is like what I'm foreseeing in the third book. I will raise oh. my coven and we will set things right and we will create yes. balance in the world. But you're going to have to wait 200 years for me to come back and a lot of innocent people are going to die. A lot of innocent people are going to have their bodies staked on our palace gates. You know, 
for the for us to just smell <laughs> and see. Oh. It's so gross. I'm like, y'all are fucking weird. Oh my god, I'm it's sorry. like such like, like Renaissance, you know, like medieval. But it's just he was like, I loved you. Like I don't know. It's so weird to me. That, this is that why they... I wish we had had more flashbacks. Like yes, they clearly had a relationship in the sense of like friendship, not like romantic. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. They were important to each other. And Anna says at the yeah. end, I kept hoping you would remember. Yes, would remember. But she did remember Anna. So I'm like, who are you talking about? What like, do you want to remember? Other conversations? Like, remember specific things? Because you clearly trusted Anna with the location of the library, or you trusted Anna with... Yeah, right, right, Other right. things. So she was yeah. an important person to you, which is why, like, at the end, of, I actually do think Anna Ravenna slash Anna says, I've always been trying to help you. I am not trying to right. hurt you. We are on the same team. And Soren says it. Like, I, he's crying. But the issue is that they're not... Isolde doesn't want to be on that team. She wants to be with she Adrian. She wants to be with Adrian because she can't, I think she can't remember what her purpose is. Like she was supposed Agreed. to come back and she was supposed to do something to like- Do something. Fix it. But they keep saying like, we're on your side. And she's like, my side is his side. And so they're like- Isn't oh, there some no. like magical spell where we can just be like, yo, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up and remember stuff. I would have liked to just have seen more moments of her like remembering something. Yeah, I agree. As Yesenia. More memories coming to the surface. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that would have been more interesting. I don't know. She just doesn't remember anything. And they're like, oh, we loved you. Please remember. And she's like, what? I don't. Who? I don't know what you're talking about. I remember this. I love Adrian. I love Adrian. Let's go have sex. We're a monster Bye. together. I'm the light to his darkness. Uh, oh All the stars God. in the sky. <laughs> oh, you are my light. You are my darkness. Like, I'm sorry. I don't. I think that's a weird thing to say. I think it's a weird thing to be like, you're my darkness. Like, okay. Okay. Whatever. I mean. All right. Well. <laughs> okay. So after Soren's betrayal, he like disappears. Uh-huh. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that Soren's alive still because I actually don't think Me he's too. bad. Like, I don't think he's bad. I think he was trying. He's not. I think it's, I think he's more like, this is like a perfectly morally gray moment. He is trying to do the right thing, yes. which is to stop the madness and the conquering and diss his power on their earth, their Cordova. Agreed. And he's like, I don't want to do this but you won't fucking remember what you're supposed to do you won't remember so you're literally leaving us no choice leaving us no choice don't know what you're talking about can't remember anyways okay i'm gonna stab you so then after that dis takes over adrian's body he has a headache and this is like the first moment where we're like oh oh hello dis dis has entered the chat she just (laughs) yep yo who dis yo who dis I hate that name it's so, so bad it's so bad so, so he takes over the body and she's like basically like i can remind him that she has full power over him mm-hmm. so then after that is old and adrian are having sex surprise surprise of course they are yeah and they get walked in on in the bathtub oh yes 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 so we find out that lara her home country is under attack by julian the vampire who was exiled he's turning humans into vampires he's amassed a 1500 person mm-hmm. vampire yeah. army also we find out that the other god goddess asha right has yes. created her own version oh. of adrian called the incarnate yes. incarnate like an incarnate asha's is what they call incarnate it. Yeah, asha's yeah. incarnate uh-huh which we find out later i guess anna used the bones of the oh shit she used the bones of the coven to bring to do that so maybe so maybe the bones are useless yeah i don't what's she gonna bring the high coven back with she didn't have their bones oh well i gotta rethink that theory yeah but anyway so we have an asha's incarnate lara's under attack they decide to go to battle um, yeah. and they're on the march to Lara and we're in the war tent and oh Adrian goes full diss <laughs> full full diss fully diss 
and attacks Isolde and almost kills her. Yeah, like literally, literally almost so kills bad. her. And Derek, who is so distraught over Soren's betrayal. Yeah, he really is. Derek interrupts and stops it and yes. saves Isolde. Yeah, thank God. Oh my God. Yeah, and Adrian, like she looks over at him and there's like pure devastation on his face. Like he had no control. I don't blame Adrian for that. Like that was... No. Okay, but I will tell you. What? Just a nitpicky thing. She uses the same line multiple times. Oh, what is it? Charlotte does. She says it's almost verbatim. She uses it. I remember it at least twice within a close uh-huh. proximity to each other. She's like, I couldn't describe the look on Adrian's face. If I had to, it would be devastation. She literally uses that same oh, line multiple times. Yes, I actually think I remember here, like reading. And that. I remember being yes. like, "You just said this. You just said this. What do you mean you can't describe it? You're you're you already describing described it. it. You're, you're describing it as devastation. So like <laughs> when you're like, oh, I can't. I couldn't." describe it the only thing i could say is devastation you described it just say devastation (laughs) there you go did it the look of utter devastation on his face did it on his face done it the anguish on his face yeah the pain on his face i just was like okay we can't use we can't use this line twice (laughs) okay you've already used it so pick something else so pick something else doesn't make any sense (laughs) because you just described it i'm sorry i was just like Wait, we just, and you know I don't remember shit, okay? <laughs> so for me to be like, I love that that's what you I remember, remember this. That's so funny. I just, I know, like, that's what I remember. That's but so I just funny. Me, like, it just took me out of it because I was like, I just read this line. Like, come on. <laughs> get, a, get a thesaurus out and get let's a figure thesaurus. this out. So she, like, leaves, she and Adrian are ignoring each other after that fight moment. And she, like, exits the tent and she sees, have you ever seen the movie Brave, the Disney movie? No, the Pixar I've Disney heard it's movie? very cute. It's very cute. Yeah. But anyways, it's, like, it takes place in Ireland or Sc- Scotland, sorry, not Ireland, Scotland. And, but there's, like, the Will-O-Wisps are these, like, little glowing oh, orbs. Oh, yes, 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 And it's, yes. like, it just kind of reminded me of that. And she's, like, following them. If you see it, they make little noises yes. in the movie. And I just kept picturing her, like, following the Will-O-Wisps. Following them. <laughs> and she oh, ends up on the so, lake. Oh, it's so sweet. It's really sweet. And... I wanted more of this. I know. It was so good. You learned so much more about her. They have such like a tender, sweet, I mean, we're suckers for like a mom moment as I moms. Know. Like we just, I know. it's so, it's, it's so touching. But again, like you're, it's these, it's these like vulnerable, sweet moments and you're learning information. information. That's important. And she like transports and she's looking around and she's no longer, you know, in Cordova or not mm-hmm. where she, she's not at the lake. And she's like, where am I? And oh my God, her mother was singing like a lullaby. Yes. She's like, where am I? And she goes, you're at, her mother says, you're in my home. You're, you're in Nalini. Yes, 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 And yes, her yes, mom yes. says, I always dreamed of bringing you here. And she goes, and look, it has happened. Dreams are wonderful. Are they not, my daughter? And it's just, oh, it's so sweet. But we learned some interesting things about magic. Yes. Her mother says, magic is not so serious. It is many things, mm. an essence that gives everything on earth life and energy. You can harness mm. that energy if you remain aware enough, but you have become so caught up in spells, in words, in shapes, you need none of that to call upon your power. Isolde says, but that is what I have always done. She said, no, you, no matter what incarnation, have always drawn upon the world with no effort. You only made spells to help women understand their potential when they could not feel it themselves. And she says, trust yourself, Isolde. Your soul has been speaking and you have not been listening. Mm, Well, mommy knows best. We're just going to start with that. Mommy sees right through and knows exactly what's going on. Okay, but then... Okay, then she gives her the seed. Yes. Okay. What is the seed? I don't know. What does that I kept mean? waiting What's for us to use it, of it. But it, we don't. We don't. So I'm hoping that maybe we'll use it later. I think like we maybe she'll plant it book. and her magic will grow. <laughs> she should use it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Be a little literal, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, really quickly, her mother says something interesting. So she says, you, no matter what incarnation, have always drawn upon the world with no effort. Okay, so no matter what incarnation. When I first read that, I just was like, oh, Yesenia is old. But does that mean that she was possibly reincarnated multiple times? Because That's what I get out of that, yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Like you, you're saying this has happened multiple times, not just one time? That's what I'm like wondering. Like, has this happened before? Or I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to like read too much into it, but like, yeah, it's, I mean, let's, it's certainly not. No, certainly no. not. Maybe I shouldn't give her that much benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I think she might just be saying, I think instead of saying incarnate, she should have just said no matter who you are, no matter yeah. if you're Isolde or Yesenia, like no matter That's what. That's why the choice of words made me think that it meant more. I mean, at this point, would Whatever. I be completely shocked? No. But, you know, we just can't. To me, it was just like, that was such a sweet moment. She gave her the seed. Nothing happened Nothing to happened the to the seed. And then we go back home to the tent. Not oh, home, but God. we go to the tent. I, and this, oh my I God. Like Kim, I remember texting you. I wish I could pull up my text messages right now. I was like... <laughs> It's like I, I midnight can't. and or something, and I just texted you. And I was like, okay. So they had a really big uh -huh. fight. Yep. She sees her mother at the lake. She uh -huh. has a bad dream. She wakes up from the bad dream where she was burning on fire, and the offhawkers were attacking people. She's real horny. Yes, of course. Well, of that, course, wouldn't naturally. Wouldn't that make you horny? Yes. Of course. Of course it would. We would all we wake would up from all that kind of a dream. Up. And I was like, horny she is so horny. They have sex. And somehow, uh -huh. this orgasm yeah. that she has yes. allows her to channel her magic yes. or mm -hmm. feeling. And mm -hmm. she just ups off Adrian, walks yep. out, and he literally is like, um, uh, wait, where, where, where are you going? What's happening? What's where happening? Are you going? Where are you going? And she just walks out and just goes and becomes alpha of the off fuckers. Like, I'm sorry, yep. they're always going to be off fuckers. <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> yeah. She literally, without ever having been able to shift, just is like, I'm going to shift. I'm going to go find this. Call them to me. I'm going to fight the alpha and I'm going to become alpha of the, of the off fuckers. It literally says... <laughs> Oh God, I it can't. says, when it released, I would harness a different kind of strength that came with the confidence in knowing I could call to my magic and it would come, pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> and she's like, as tremors shook my body. <laughs> Oh, God. As tremors shook my body, I slowly rose from Adrian and started to leave the tent. Where are you going? He asked. <laughs> a note of alarm in his voice. I'd be alarmed yeah. too. I'd be alarmed yes, too. Yes, we all would be alarmed. And she just turns and says, I turned and looked at him over my shoulder. Oh, and he goes, I'm going to summon an army. I will meet you at the border of Lara. Okay, cool. I was okay. like, what? And no one is like, he's like, how, how are you going to do that? I'm concerned you're leaving, I think, probably naked again. again. And we have no idea what, what are you saying? What do you mean? <laughs> Did we, what happened? Like, we just had sex and now you're like, I'm going to go summon an, an army. I'll meet you there. So Toodles. Funny. So funny. I oh don't. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, but and the, that whole thing was like, what? Three pages? Yeah. Maybe. What? The whole sex? Of her? Or the, the whole, th the whole the, thing. The, the sex, the, the dream. Oh yeah, yeah it's going. Yeah, it literally like it's, it, so it's like one page. The next page they fight, and then she's like, "I was now their queen." Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> Anna was like, Anna was texting me, and she was like, "So that that just happened all back to back," and I was like, "Yep, yep." And she was like, "Okay, so we're just going with this," and I was like, "Uh huh, yeah, yep." And she was like, "Okay, okay, cool, 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 got it." <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And I was like, "Yep, moving on." <laughs> that's right. Moving I on. That's right. I said, I was like, "So we're just going with this," and you were like, "Yeah, yep." So I sent you the gif of like saying, "Cause cool, 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 cool." Like, yep, yeah, okay. Okay, cool. So we're not gonna like question this. We're just we're gonna just vibing. Accept it. And I was like, uh huh. Yep. We are just being like, this is what's happening. Cool, cool, cool. Anywho, <laughs> and y'all, it goes off the fucking rails from there. It does not stop. No. It makes oh oh. Then she rose up to Killian and is like, yo, I want you to be my noblesse or whatever. And he's like, wait, what? 
you're a vampire? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. that was before the, yeah, 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 bef- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bite you and you're going to be, I'm going to turn you. And he's like, oh, and he's I like, need to think about this for a second. And she's like, oh, like so fine. Fine. <laughs> okay, literally, you, this man, I, I was, I mean, God bless Killian. Like, I. I remember us last book were like, Killian sucks. We hate Killian. Yeah. I'm like, dude, Killian rocks. <laughs> he rocks. You know who he reminds me of is Kale. He does. So loyal. He does. Such like just a good guy. Yes. And she's like, he hesitated and I was disappointed. What? You what? just what? asked him to become a vampire. And he's lived his whole life, as have you, thinking that vampires are awful, awful. and evil. Monsters. And also, Adrian's not doing a great job of dispelling that. <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh, reputation. Adrian's he's not, not winning anyone over. And so then she's like, oh, okay, fine. Let me know. Okay, listen, you need to give him 30 seconds to like process this. Yeah. Not only are he, does he not know that you are now a vampire, now you want to turn him into a vampire. And he's like, Oh, I gotta hesitate. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think about that one. And she's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then I think when they actually attack the castle, she and Killian, after she becomes queen of the all fuckers. All fuckers. <laughs> and, <laughs> sorry, I will just never <laughs> not read it that way. They go to the castle. They're attacking their, um, Killian yeah. and her go off. They're like gonna go storm the castle like so she can take yep. back her throne, her father's mm. throne. And they enter and that's where she sees like King Alaric on the throne and yeah. he's got like a knife to Nadia, her like nursemaid. Yeah whatever oh god I hate throat her. oh my god i just like don't like nadia and i don't understand why isold likes her i get that she raised her but she was kind of a bit well and every time her and killian talk about her it's not cut with kind she words. sounds like she a sounds bitch awful. she sounds terrible like she's recounting something that nadia said to her she's like oh isold laughs in response to like nadia saying something terrible to her I- and i'm like clearly scarlet is writing nadia like that we're supposed to like have a fondness for her and i'm like she fucking sucks yeah she straight up is a bitch. I'm not surprised she stab she stabs but her. But is old is surprised. Yes. And I'm like is old. Do we read the okay. writing on the wall, sweetheart? Like literally, she's painting you a picture. She has sucked from day one. Yeah. What do you? Th- it just doesn't make it doesn't any make sense. sense. So, anyways, Nadia stabs is old because. I don't, whatever. She thinks she's evil. And Alaric dies because of the blood plague with like the yeah. blood coming out of his eyes and whatever. Yeah. Um, and now yeah. we are back to like kind of where we started with the ending. Yes. Okay. So Anna is Ravenna. Ravenna is Anna? I don't know. I don't know. This is the, this know. is the great question of the book. Yeah. I was trying to make it really complicated in my brain the first time I read it because I was trying to think of it. I think I was overcomplicating it because I was trying yeah. to give the benefit of the doubt that this was going to be more complicated than it is. I've said that word like four Agreed. times. Sorry, listeners. Agreed. I don't think Ravenna is real. It's like I almost want to go back and read book one to see if Anna and Ravenna ever are in the room, like the same place at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I know yes. Ravenna mostly shows up in mirrors and then there's like a point in the woods with Ravenna and Soren and Isolde and Anna. Anna is not uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. I don't think yeah. Anna's in the Hall of Mirrors when Ravenna shows up. I don't think up. she is either. Because it's just Killian and Isolde and her yeah, dad, Yeah, which right? is making me think that Anna was using some kind of magic to appear as Ravenna. Yeah, I think so. But why? But again, I don't understand you guys, why, why she is this chose not to do that. explained? But literally just say, you could have Isolde being like, I don't understand. Or how are you Ravenna? And she could be like, I've been Ravenna this whole time. Ravenna's been dead for 200 years or yeah. whatever, however long it's been. I needed to choose somebody who 
you knew was against you back then because I, yes. I, I needed to get access to XYZ and I didn't want you to suspect me at first because you didn't right. remember who I was. You didn't remember. I just needed a little, a couple lines of explanation. A couple lines of just like a quick explanation of like how this works. Cause and Isolde's not questioning it either. Like she's not like, she's, wait, so did you reincarnate yes. Ravenna? Are you Ravenna? Have you always been Ravenna? Like in this, you know, obviously I know Ravenna existed back then, but like, yeah. have you been Ravenna every time I've done a spell and like pulled her up? Like, was that you? So wait, when she's in a coma, or I'm saying that term, but like when Anna's like in a coma, passed out after the beating that she yeah. gets at the lake, that's when Azold goes and summons Ravenna by herself in her room. Yeah. So how in is Anna? Oh, but I guess she says, I'm going to wake up like at the end of the book. After this. Yeah. That's oh, so interesting. She's like, but you're asleep. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to wake up after this. Which again, okay. it's like, how are you doing this magic when you're in a coma? Like, yeah. explain to me how you're, it just like, y'all, it just, it's very confusing. Yeah. And I feel like this is exactly where we were at the end of book one. Yeah. Like exactly where we were. We were so confused. They brought up this whole reincarnation thing at the very end. It did not get explained. And to be honest, it didn't really get explained in this no. book either. Not really. Not, not super really. Well. We're, it, it, yeah, it, we're still figuring that one out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think going into book three, we should still have questions from book one. Yeah, no. I just think that should have been answered before we could move on to like, what is this whole Anna Ravenna thing? The only other thing that Anna says at the end of this, which I don't think we talked about in the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we did quickly touch upon the fact that Dis did choose Yesenia first, right? Right, okay. as her yes. choice and for she, her Yes, and she was feeding her spells into like, she wanted you to bring balance to the world, but men got in the way. And then she talks about, you know, so she chose to then Adrian became like her incarnate or whatever. But the only way to destroy this is to just is to kill Adrian. And that's when like Isold loses it. And she says there has to be another way. Anna says Adrian is dis upon this earth. And when we were powerful, when witches ruled the world or ruled the earth, we could keep the power in check. But too many of us are asleep. And that's when she's that's when Isold says then wake them up, Anna. And she says, look at you. One of the most powerful witches. This is Anna talking to Isold. Anna says, look Uh at you, one of the most powerful witches of our time, and you can barely wake up. You are so terrified. Um, and she's, then she continues and she says, you love him too much to see the truth. One day you will understand and then we can work together to bring balance to the world. I don't okay. understand because, because then it's like, I, I want to think that there was something that we're missing, like a piece of the puzzle that's going to come later. Yes. Yes. Agreed. But there I has, also can't tell to. how much of this is just Anna wanting revenge on men yes. and like what they did. Or is this just, is this just like another vengeful plot? The first book was all revenge. Right. And is this all going to be revenge again? It's just kind of a tired it is. plot. It's to, tired. You know, it's a pl- and like we just it's not interesting we're going off in a different direction yeah. and i'm like no no reel it back because it would be interesting do- if the reason anna is like no i really am on your side yeah yeah that's more interesting to me like i hope that it's not anna's just like no i want to destroy all men that's certainly what it reads like to me yeah but then she is saying that she's on her side and she's trying to help her yeah and like, i'm so it's is like, saying the same thing which is it i think which is it? them also both being the betrayers was kind of also a little bit i don't know i kind of wish have been one or the other because now there's like it's literally just Derek and like Tanaka that old man I know and I mean I guess that's fine but it was just kind of Soren you had that like big thing and then this at the end yeah. I was kind of like okay this is a lot like it's well, just and again throwing these it's like but it's in. almost like Anna and Soren aren't sharing with each other because Soren says I'm Soren says I'm not the traitor I may be a traitor but I'm not the traitor who betrayed your, the secret that the only right. way to kill Adrian is through you I he's he says yes. I did not do that 
that. Right. Which means Anna is that person because she and Ravenna apparently are one in the same. So Anna but is that like, traitor. But so were they just not talk? So why wouldn't Anna and Soren be talking to each other? Right. Why Why would they not be working together if they have a common goal of, yeah. of destroying Adrian? Right? Been, it's not like one of them forgot who they were in the past or like they've no, been asleep for no. 200 years. You would think that they would be talking to each other. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're on the same team at all and yeah. they're working independently of each other, which makes no, no sense. sense. Because they, if they've been working that, they're in like the same little inner circle. They would 100% mm-hmm. be like picking up on what was going on. So that makes no sense to yeah. me. I don't... Also, okay, this whole pregnancy thing. How did Yesenia not foresee that she was pregnant? I mean, I, th- I, I that didn't bother me. I chopped that up to like almost every other like which thing where like you can't always like you always see grass see yeah like you see it in shades of gray and you have to pick apart what's truth and you know it all depends it's like the butterfly effect right like things can change right and yeah. so I just kind of took that as like she just didn't see that aspect of her life it does make her death sadder in some ways because you're like she they because yeah, of the cottage scene the cottage scene that was a well-placed scene because we know that they yes. wanted a family and they foresaw right, it and right, they right. or not foresaw it but they saw what they could have had and then yeah. for Isolde to realize that it wasn't just her life that was taken, but like their future together with a family. Yeah. And now she's a vampire yeah. and she'll never have that. Yeah, totally. It, it is, it is really sad. I think, I think there were definitely parts of this book that worked and that we enjoyed and it liked reading. I think we just wish that there were more of those moments and there yeah. was less like fighting and having sex and hurting each other and fighting and hurting each other and having sex. Like I just wish there was less of that because it just got super repetitive, but obviously we're now like have to read the third half book. To we have to know how this is all going to end. I pray to God that this is the last book. I, I oh, need this, I can't, I this can't, book to be the last. I can't do like a From Blood and If Ash. she's going to pull a J-Law and do like a seven book series with like a spinoff. Of can't. Five, like I can't. I need you to shut it down after three and keep it tight. Keep it tight. And just. Keep it tight. Keep it nice. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it light. Keep it tight. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I need you to just get us to the end and I need some explaining. I need some exposition. Yes. I don't care how you do that. Yes. That's up to you. A little less sex. A little less arguing. A little less sex, which like coming from us, guys, okay. means there was too much. Too much. Too much. Too much sex. Stuff that just didn't work. It, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Well, and it's interesting, Anna, didn't you say that you read an article about yes. Scarlett? That like she, she said. In an article, an interview, she said that like she, you know, she created like a sex positive female character, which I, we both, yes. we, we talked about in our first episode. Yes. Love that. But she says that like, you know, she wrote, she wanted to use sex as like a tool for moving the plot, not just, you know, for it to be like, which it really wasn't erotic, I didn't find. I didn't find this to be no. like that smutty or, no. honestly, I didn't even find it to be smutty or erotic. I, I, I found it to just be it, kind of like words on a page. Yeah. Sorry, but. Agreed. I, I did not. I, I didn't not understand how a lot of this moved the plot. I know like she makes the one comment, like you said earlier, Kim, about uh, Isolde says like, I, you know, sex is how she coped or dealt with certain things. Mm-hmm. But m- saying one sentence does not then give you a pass to write Agreed. six or seven sex scenes in a book, Agreed. in a 350-page book. It was so many. When you're also trying so to many. do a fantasy. I didn't pick a KU smutty fantasy book with like yes. a bunch of fae. That knows what it is and it's... This isn't like a vampire... Yeah, that, that knows what it is. This is supposed to be a fantasy or paranormal book yeah. with a plot, with a story yes, that's with complex. A story, with a love story. Yeah, and the sex is actually taking me out of it because it's 
it's not actually moving the plot. It's just I a agree. dud. I don't think it moved the plot forward at all. Yeah. Because it was clearly just a way for them to stop communicating with each other yeah. and to stop fighting. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, we're here again. Here we are again. I just was like, eh, I don't really care, to be honest with you. So sorry. But, you know, so on that note, um... <laughs> That's about all we have to say about this That's all this we have book. to say. Listen, we are intrigued enough to read the next book. I know it may not sound like it, but yes. listen, we're picking it up when we, it comes out. <laughs> we're picking it up. It was a quick read. If you go into it with, well, I mean, hopefully you already read it if you're at this point in the episode. I think this is just a book series that you really have to go in and just... Open-minded. It is what it is. It's very, which listeners, as you know, that's it is very hard for me to do. And I do struggle with that. And that's partly on me because I just no, don't read a lot of fantasy yeah, but that's, outside that's of okay. like... Um, Sarah, who's my queen. And, um, you know, it's hard to match up to her. And it is. I, I will say it is. It, it, it is hard. But I think this was a series that you just got to go in, no expectations, let things just kind of roll off your blow back. by you yeah. and be like, here's what we're doing. Cool, cool, cool. And there are parts that I did enjoy. And I do think the ending, while now very confusing, when I was reading it, I was in it. I was, it picked up enough for me to feel like it was worth it at the end. Yeah. Even though now looking back, none of it really makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining enough while I was reading it to be like, oh, Okay. 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 That that wasn't like a total. That's how you felt at the end of the first book. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, it just we'll is what report it is. back in a year whenever she yeah. comes out. With <laughs> whenever the next she goes one. out with the next one. <laughs> Uh, we'll touch base then. We'll touch base. So our next episode. Oh my so gosh! Exciting. Very is exciting. Be our theories episode with Nat from That's What Nat Read. She has some of the most amazing theories, and we are so excited. And we've compiled. Oh some my gosh! Insane. Insane. The level of detail. Yes. That these theories go to and it all makes sense is receipts wild. are brought. Like the evidence is there. Facts are shown. Yes. It is bananas, you guys. We are like we keep finding them and then you go down like a oh rabbit hole. Oh my god, hole, you go down a rabbit hole and you keep can't finding stop. more. So if you haven't already, if you have read all the SJM books, we have a theories episode out that released in I think February of last year or early March mm-hmm. of 2022. Listen to that first because yes. we won't be like rehashing theories. So these are like all new ones that we've uh, compiled over the last like eight months. Like we've been saving some and like we've been planning this. So just go listen to that one first because that way you'll be, you'll kind of understand where we're coming from, from our our jumping off point. Correct. Yeah. And you won't think we'll miss, we're missing. Yeah. You won't think because listen, we're not. Trust trust us. That theories episode (laughs) is one of our best ones. It, it truly, I'm so proud of that episode. It's such a great episode. That's why we're so excited for this next one because, oh my gosh, y'all, the theories. Oh, I cannot wait I can't, to talk like, about seriously, them. Because in, when we recorded our first series episode, we'd had like two weeks after finishing yeah. the first yeah. book. I mean, we can't give spoilers in this episode, but we right. had like two weeks after finishing. Yeah. Now we know so much more. <laughs> or so we much think more. we know like, so much more. <laughs> right. I mean, who's to we say? don't know We don't, much we don't know shit Sarah because we're not Sarah. All. But yeah. But like y'all, if even half of these are true, if even a couple of these are true, she is a freaking genius. Genius. We are so excited. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that. That will be coming out next. Yes. And then probably Chain of Thorns, but who knows? We might have to do like a KU um in between. But Chain of Thorns comes out at the end of this month. We are very excited, excited. anxious, nervous. Don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> A little bit nervous because um, this is the last book, but she I, I, she I feel, usually I feel, wraps I feel, up I feel like nicely. She wraps up well, our, our girl Cassie. So that'll be it. Weird 
Side note, if anyone is following the Idaho college murders as closely as I am, please send us a DM on Flights of Fantasy <laughs> Podcast because I need to have somebody to talk to about this. It's just, y'all, it's absolutely insane. Fun fact about Kim is I am like obsessed with true crime. And when I'm not reading, I am listening to true crime, like podcasts, true crime videos on YouTube. Oh my God, you're so funny. I'm so not, I, I like, like the opposite. I, but it's weird. Like I can't watch scary movies. Oh, I, yeah, I can't, I can't do that either. Violent, I can't watch Game of Thrones. I can't watch Breaking Bad. I can't watch like nothing with violence. But, but a true, true crime. crime. I know Josh is like, that makes, my husband is like, that makes no sense. And I'm like, well, they're just talking about it. I'm not having to like watch it. They're yeah, just yeah. talking about things that have happened. Sure. So, but yeah, I can't watch it at all. Like if anybody, if they were going to do like a reenactment, like yeah. that would not, I cannot do that. But anyway, Meanwhile, like Christine and I will watch all the Game of Thrones and we'll, we'll yes. watch them and then we'll text each other like, heads up, um, a little trigger warning for this scene. You might want to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't handle anything with. I don't watch any like current shows really for that reason because I just can't handle violence. But yet, I have gone down a rabbit hole with these Idaho college murders. It is insane. They've obviously <laughs> they've arrested a suspect, and so I've been reading the affidavit today because of course I have. Oh my and, god, like, Kim. with Josh with it at dinner. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. But anyways, if anybody wants to talk about that, also we've been getting oh, guys. I just I know we say this all the time, but like our DMs oh, are just they make like, us so happy. I've been having. I've had so many wonderful conversations. It's so fun to meet you all. I feel like yeah. I feel like we know you just from talking yeah. through social media. I feel like we're really we're friends. I know. I know. Y'all are so sweet and funny. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so starstruck that y'all answered. And we're like, no, like we, we are starstruck. starstruck. That y'all care to enough to even like message us. We are like no one special. Yeah, to us. we're like, we're like just, who you know? are we? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, like why are you excited to message us? You're, it's so funny, but like we get equally as excited yes, to talk to y'all because it is a lot of us well that's why we started this podcast yeah. is because like, we don't have anybody to like talk to about this mm -hmm. in our lives outside of obviously the three of us it's so fun I've been messaging with y'all about some KU romance books that I've been reading and it just it really makes our day it so does thank it you guys. really does I just want to say thank you to everyone who takes time to message us and talk to us and like it just really makes all of this so much more fun because obviously we love talking with each other and like yeah. we talk all the time and we love recording, but it is fun to talk to y'all about the books as well. Cause yes, it is. It know. really it's is. It brings us a lot of joy. It so does. keep them so coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. We love it. Um, okay. So okay. yes, that is it. If you are not following us already on Instagram, follow us at Flights of Fantasy Podcast and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, cheers and happy reading. Cheers. Yay. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>